What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Coast to Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm happy to be here tonight with Logan Rem, Brad Ship, and Paul Capola over in Oregon. Uh, tonight, we're going to go over the offseason recap and go over some of the free agency acquisitions that occurred. So let's get this thing rolling. Logan, say what's up. What's up, guys? We got Brad in the house also. Say what's up. What's up, everybody? And Paul Capola. What's up, boys? How's it going? All right, so let's just uh, maybe start things off by giving a little bit of fantasy uh, background from all the boys. Um, so personally, you're looking at a nice uh, last place finish last year from your boy Ooh. here. Ooh. It's really tough to hear from the host of a new podcast, but uh, I seem to be on a nice trend, though, where I win the championship, and then I come in last or almost last, and then I win yeah, the championship again. Yeah, that's not yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So next year, I'm hoping for the ship again. Hey, uh, that trophy Shiner, can can you remind us what you might have to do? Give us a little glimpse as a punishment. Uh, the punishment. Not looking forward to the punishment. So I gotta do a NFL draft combine. Basically, gotta run every drill that's in the NFL combine, and there's gonna be a lot of drinking involved. I believe. Also. Don't worry, you'll be pelted with some, eggs uh, too. Some- some eggs getting oh, thrown at you on the 40-yard dash. On the 40-yard <laughs> dash, yeah. <laughs> I heard uh, I, I heard Brad's pretty freaking accurate over there, so you better watch yourself. He's gunning for oh, your yeah, head. I, I got the pellets. <laughs> Broccoli, Anthony, and Nick will probably miss everyone, though. Brad, last year, didn't you pelt the kid in the head with one of the eggs? Oh, yeah, I got him right in the dome on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Mr. Danny Ramsey. <laughs> one of our worst fantasy players, I might say. Probably the worst in the league, I would have to agree. We'll get him in here for uh, what not to do in the draft. <laughs> All right, so Brad, what about yourself? Let's let's hear a little background on Brad Ship. All right, so I, I got one ring in, in the pocket, but uh, I honestly should have more, in my opinion. Had some bad luck over the years. Had uh, Aaron Rodgers absolutely destroy me in the championship game against Mr. McShane. Uh, <laughs> That was uh, two years ago. Yeah, that was a killer. <laughs> and then uh, ha- just had some bad luck over the years, but drafted some good teams overall. Yeah, Brad's super consistent. I would have to agree. Definitely some bad luck. You can call it bad luck. You can call it playoff choking. I mean, call it. <laughs> or you serious, can just but... call it fantasy football. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> is fantasy. His team always finds a way to ruin him in the last games of the year. <laughs> Brad is how I'm, the Bucks. I'm always used to be, in. I'm always in contention. Much. I'm He's always in, in it, but then he blows it. Blows it in the end. <laughs> <laughs> At right, least Paul. I do have my name on the trophy one time. But uh, looking hey, to get some hey, more hey, engravings on next there. two years. Next two years, they're gonna be my name. <laughs> All right, since Paul wants to talk some smack, let's hear his fantasy history. And we're only talking uh, about our league, Paul. We're not talking about all your other leagues, but. Uh, all right. All right. Well, in the Fantasy Jugs Fantasy Football League, I am championship-less, but that's going to change after uh, this year, hopefully. I am a four-time fantasy champion, though, in other leagues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't want to hear about that. We don't care about that. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> All right, well, me and Logan are in the same boat, so, I mean, Logan yeah. wants to tell the people about how you are usually at fantasy. Besides last year, how's how's it usually go? Well, I would definitely say that in the group, I'm one of the more knowledgeable people of football, but somehow I always find a way to pick the people that just don't do shit for me. So I, I could definitely say it makes a lot of sense. 
<laughs> it makes a lot of sense. I definitely am knowledgeable of fantasy football. I just always overthink the draft. I mean, when you take when you take Le'Veon Bell and he sits out a whole fucking year, what are you supposed to do about it, you know? Like, oh, yeah. like and then when you that get David brutal. Johnson and all of a sudden they just decide to sit him, you know, it's it's stuff like oh, that. I, but I know about getting David Johnson and getting fucked by <laughs> I, I would definitely say I'm not up in the tier with Brad and uh, Ryan over there, but I'm slowly making. I had a comeback season, got a first uh, round bye, so you know we'll see what happens next year. Trying to get a good, uh, good, uh, re- good rapport. Trying to make a good run at it. Yeah, bud. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I can't even say it because I'm just laughing, thinking that I'm actually going to do good again. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's honestly, I would get all choked up if I was you too. It's been rough, but. Um, <laughs> Hey, he finally broke through into the playoffs, though. Hey, you got to get somewhere. I will say. Got to get somewhere. He had a big improvement last year. That's a good point. It could be worse. Last year is over, and we are starting a new app. It is. era of the Fantasy Jugs League. That's right. uh, We got a crazy year coming up, I think. We got a fresh start. You could be Marvin Lewis, a.k.a. Patrick, and just losing the playoffs every year. So it could be a lot worse, honestly. Yeah. It could be Labardi also, which, like, yeah. Speaks for, we're you just know, calling man. out all. I don't know how we're calling out all the boys Anthony on the first come podcast. Last place. <laughs> I mean, the 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 fans will all get it when they uh, hear them come on because we will bringing it be bringing in special guests. So they'll they'll hear their stories and all their blunders. So it's not just me that's had a uh, rough luck and made the wrong picks. We'll get yep. to see Pat talk the most shit from a person that has absolutely no results in this league. I, yep. I think we don't let Pat come on it. <laughs> We we should even bless him with coming on this podcast. <laughs> we shouldn't, honestly. It would it would be bad for our listeners. They're not going to learn anything good from him. <laughs> he would just be just raving about getting Rager and Hurts for the Eagles. That'd be the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see how that works out, right? <laughs> but yeah, boys. So let's get into kind of what you can expect from this podcast in the future, because this is our first episode ever. Um, obviously we're going to be bringing you the latest football news and updates from around the league. And, um, we're going to be looking at it from a fantasy perspective though. Uh, throughout the year, we're going to give you all the best fantasy updates and hopefully we're going to have a lot of fun on the podcast. I think that's our number one goal. Oh yeah. We're definitely going to have some fun for sure. For sure. Just going to be ragging on each other and giving great insight on who to draft, who's going to do it this year. So. Yep, yep. Yeah, and on a week to be great insight, too. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Definitely don't want to call. So, um, yeah. <laughs> also, we're, we're going to be having a lot of different guests on the podcast throughout the season and throughout the rest of the soft season also. Um, so, look forward to that. Um, but, yeah, let's get on to the topic of today, which is the NFL offseason. Obviously, we have one story that stands out from the rest, and... It honestly hurts my soul a bit to say this, but Brady and Gronkowski to the Bucks. The boys in Tampa are buzzing. What a time. What a time. (laughs) You don't say. Brady and Gronk. Tampa. So how does it feel to have two legends? How does it feel to have two legends, one being a guy who kisses his son and the other just being the ultimate Gronk spike master? How How are you going to sit here as a Patriot fan and bring up the kissing your son incident it's all i heard about it's all i heard about so you guys gotta hear some too we did give him a lot of shit for that so now we kind of have to eat that one but oh he's also a cheating scumbag hey, too so listen don't oh that. i don't i don't know about that 
Yeah. Oh, he might have, I think, he might I, think have did all, I think Bill did all the cheating. <laughs> Bill Belichick did all the cheating, and Brady is probably going to stop kissing his son's hopefully and, when he gets to a but, <laughs> but we're we're willing to put that all behind us because when you had Jameis Winston throw the only thirty for thirty season, you really just. You gotta, you gotta just love Tom Brady coming. The guy's throwing less picks in three years than Jameis oh, had in one Bucks year. Fan, so you, you've never been more excited since two thousand. Oh, this is the most exciting season we've had. I mean, my whole life at oh, least. Sure. I've, I can't remember anything like this. And you see it, you see it when you walk around the Tampa Bay area. It's crazy right now. Like people are just the excitement to actually talk about Bucks football, maybe having a shot to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's unreal. It's unreal right now. Season ticket sales through the roof. They're going they're going crazy right now. Didn't you wait in a line of like 5,000 plus people to get season tickets? Yeah, yeah. The first night that Tom Brady signed, I got on there on Ticketmaster and there was a line of 5,000 people ahead of me yeah. trying to get season tickets. Never been like but, that. But uh, finally got through and I got my tickets. So That's unreal. Yeah, Tom Brady goes somewhere. The fans and the hype is definitely going to follow. And the question is, is that going to follow through to the fantasy season? And will Gronk produce like he used to in New England? That is another big question this year. You know, I, I don't think he's ever going to produce like he did in New England in his prime. I mean, he's going to be you used talking about by, Gronkowski? Yeah, Gronkowski. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I mean, he's going to be used in a in a good way but there's so many weapons down there i don't think he's ever going to produce the type of numbers he did when he was in new england so that's the issue that's the big issue with it is that the mouths to feed just is way too many right now and he'll get his targets in the red zone he'll make plays but i don't think he's going to be having a gronkowski season that he had for the patriots but yeah do you guys see him being a top five fantasy tight end this year um given that we have kelsey no way Kittle. No, I don't no. think so. I mean, I I don't I, think so. I see I see top eight to eight to nine range. That's what I think. I just think there's too many weapons on that Tampa Bay offense, and he just he'll he'll get his fair share and he'll be Tom Brady's security blanket like always. But he's he's just not going to put up the numbers to support that. I mean, yeah, definitely a lot of guys. The other thing is he's got to stay healthy. I mean, we've seen throughout his career that he just exactly. he has a way to get hurt he no matter takes what the worst is, but. takes the worst hits. Takes the worst hits, man. Yeah, now he's looking like a swimsuit model too, but he's super <laughs> yeah, he's, skinny. I don't know how that's gonna work out. <laughs> he said he's he said he's two fifty now, and his playing weight was two sixty five. So okay. I don't know yeah. if you guys saw his intro press conference, but he was like, "That's just a few protein shakes for me." Mm-hmm. Just gotta, yeah, he's like a couple protein, protein shakes, shakes a day. <laughs> I'll be right back at that. Yeah, I believe it. So he's wait, a beast. so wait, boys, do you think with the addition to with Tom Brady coming here? Do you guys think that Godwin and Evans are going to put up the seasons they did like last year, both of them? Um, I don't know. It's tough to I, say. It really is. I, I don't think they will. I, I don't think they will. Just because you look at the production that Jameis had with the, the amount of yards and touchdowns that he threw, I don't think Brady will get there. But, I mean, obviously he's not going to throw the picks he did. That's why we brought him in. <laughs> we want him to manage the game. Brad, but, are you forgetting who just came to Tampa? Dude, you're tripping. It, it's nah. I mean, they're definitely going to produce just as much, if not more, in my I, opinion. I think Brad's Brady's, realistic about it. I think no, See, Brady's going to do great. Don't get me wrong, but we're not going to be throwing the ball like all over the field. We're not going to be bombing it down the field like we were trying to do last year. It's going to be a more work your way down the field type of thing. Crunch yeah, the clock. The thing yeah, is, I think, crunch the clock. I think you're both kind of right. I think that 
Brad is right because the defense, or I mean, not the de- yeah, the defense is going to get so many more breaks with Jameis Winston not throwing turnover after turnover, and it's just the Bucks aren't going to be playing from behind as much, so they definitely won't be throwing as much. But yeah, also, that's the other thing. Exactly, that, Tom that's Brady's a good point. Hit Mike Evans and Chris Godwin more than Jameis Winston hit him more accurately. Yeah, so that could boost their fantasy value a little bit, also. So I think I think it's going to be right around the same for both. But if anything. I think the addition of Gronk hurts them a little bit. I think they're going to get some like red zone touchdowns and red zone passes like, See, Paul. taken away from them because of Gronkowski. So that might hurt them a little bit more than the defense or uh, Jameis Winston not throwing as many turnovers helps them. Yep. That leads me to that leads me to wonder though, like who would I draft first off the board right now? Godwin or Evans? And I think like a part of me wants to say Godwin because of that slot presence that they did last year with him, I think that it could really utilize his skills, especially with Brady, who's going to throw to him in stride. And he's a yak. He's a yak master. That's what he does. Yards after catch is where he is the best. So I think that really will help him a lot. And I, I, I think yeah. I, mean, I agree with you about Godwin. I think he's the better guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as fantasy. Yeah, I think, I think it's a toss-up, though. Yeah, I think I, you could take either I'm, one of those I'm guys. Not gonna say, I'm not going to say that Godwin's a better receiver than Mike Evans, oh, but no. I think oh, just no. for how Brady likes to run the offense and the you know the yards after the catch factor, I think that Godwin is going to have a better fantasy season than Evans. But yeah, they're both yeah. going to they're both going to be right there near the top ten. I think like top they're both going to be low end wide receiver ones in my opinion. If anything, Evans might move to a high end wide receiver too, but. They're both going to be solid picks for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it. You give Brady a bunch of tall guys with good hands. He's going to produce. That's my only point. Uh, yeah, um, he's not really had those in the past, other than Gronk. So, I'm, boys. Right I mean, right. now now he has three good tight ends. I mean, you talk about one tight end. Now he's <laughs> yeah. got three of them. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, it's going to be a shootout in the NFC yeah. South, boys. We forget that the Saints just brought in Emmanuel Sanders. That's some. Oh, we didn't forget. That's huge. Didn't, couldn't forget that. That's huge. That's huge. I mean, they already had an insanely nasty offense, and Michael Thomas is just an animal. I think, honestly, I think this could make Michael Thomas even more valuable next year if that's possible. But um, I don't know if it is possible just because of the amount still, of catches he had last did year. Did he drop up? Maybe not more. Did he valuable, drop a ball? No, I know won. what you're saying though. With bringing in Sanders, that's going to take a lot of pressure off of him because he was the only guy there last year. Now it's like. They, they they bring him him in. He's a he's a speedster that can get deep down the field real quick. Oh yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any way that Michael Thomas is gonna reproduce his numbers last year. I mean he broke the NFL receptions record. I, I just I don't see him <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. reproducing yeah. the insane season he had, but he's definitely gonna still be up there for one of the best fantasy receivers in the league. And if anything, Emmanuel Sanders being there just helps him get open a little bit more. Never so. say never, though. Definitely. In the new age NFL, the way they throw the ball around, and the NFC South having just targets galore, it's going to be shootout football. So you know, you never know what's going to happen. And and think about it. He did yeah. that without Breeze in there for five games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a very yeah, good point. True. Teddy Bridgewater yeah. loves to throw the short ball. Yeah. Well, that's a yep. good topic, too, boys. I mean – Teddy Bridgewater moved to division rival Carolina Panthers, so I I don't know. I think that's gonna help the Carolina, but it's still it's a Christian McCaffrey show. Oh, for sure, it but is. I but think if anything, that, with, that with, improves with their skill players. 
dramatically. All all their receivers now. Now they got Robbie Anderson down there too. Oh yeah. Uh, I think their receivers should be pretty good this year. It's gonna be fun football. Yeah, and I think Teddy Bridgewater, if anything, helped Christian McCaffrey more than anybody because he, like I said, he loves the checkdowns. I think he averaged like oh, six point two yards yeah. per attempt, and the lead it was like thirty third amongst QBs uh, in twenty nineteen for six point two yards an attempt. That's like huh. the sh- very very short. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yep, and uh, that one more team in the NFC South to cover. Falcons picked up Todd Gurley, so an absolutely lethal weapon there. And obviously they're still rolling out there with Julio and Ridley. Um, and Austin Hooper is gone to the Browns now. Insane. But let's talk about the Gurley addition for a minute here. I I mean, they already had a deadly offense, and now they're gonna. Drop in Todd Gurley. Let's see if Matt Ryan can finally bounce back from that 28-3 comeback I mean, against the Patriots. <laughs> we knew Ryan would always have to throw that in there. <laughs> I, had to, I had to throw in the 28-3. I mean, can we get old Todd Gurley that takes 350 carries, though? That's really where his value is going to come down to. Is he going to get the carries that's needed? That's that's the only question mark I, I see. I don't think he's ever going to get back to that point. I don't I don't know if his knee can sustain that type of work anymore. But Yeah, but who's backing him up? Who's backing him up? Edo Smith. I guess it's Edo Smith. Yeah. So I mean, he's gonna Which, he's gonna he run. showed he showed some flash last year. Edo Smith. He's not he's not a terrible running back. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gurley's obviously gonna get the majority of the work there. And and you know, like I do, right now fantasy football is switching to running back by committee. So anytime you can get a back that's gonna get majority of the carries, it really helps his value a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think him carrying most of the load makes him definitely valuable in uh, this new environment. Like you said, everyone seems to be switching to running back by committee. And he's on a tur- turf, right? Turf in Atlanta, so that should be interesting. Yep, and speaking of running back by committee, the situation in Whoa. Denver just got oh. a little tricky with Melvin Gordon <laughs> coming had, into town. God damn it. I had some shit I had some shit that happened, but Joey came in, so I like muted my mic. All right. Right, I guess you just like edit this out. Should I? Should we go back, or should we just move on? Oh, uh, it's fine. Just move on. All right. Well, honestly, honestly, right. that move makes me want to throw up. <laughs> Melvin Gordon to Denver. Oh my God, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, that doesn't help Look. anybody there. That's that is not a good situation. Every fantasy, fantasy, every fantasy owner saw that and just wanted to put their head through a wall. <laughs> yep. So Royce Freeman's. Pretty much, he's irrelevant. Now. Worthless. He, he's at this not point. even a factor. Yeah. Yeah, and I I had a good time with him last year. You know, he was part of the reason that I I came in last place last year. <laughs> him, Adam Thielen. What an incredible season from Thielen. <laughs> hey, terrible. That's his offense now. Stephon Diggs to uh, Bills. That yeah, really I think helped. Thielen will be yeah. better this season for sure. <laughs> yep. And uh, with Melvin going to Denver, uh, that'll free up some room for Austin Eckler in L.A. Now I almost said San Diego. Oh yeah, I always want to say San <laughs> every Diego. Time, every yeah. time, I'm yeah. definitely gonna say so. San Diego a few times on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you that Eckler, the Eckler and Chargers whole backfield? That's a beauty right there. That guy, he can catch everything. He's got wheels. I love that. I mean, I think Eckler's definitely a top 10 option this year at the yeah. running back position. Bro, I mean, I'm pretty sure he finished in the top five he, last year. Even he was he was a top five RB last year. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and he started out the season like number one ahead of Christian McCaffrey for a little bit to start, but then you know CMC took that over. 
Yeah, well, his games he was he was putting up twenty five a game at least. If he didn't get yeah, if he didn't get twenty five, it was a bad day for McCaffrey. So yeah, that's a, that's a hard comparison there. <laughs> yeah, a bad day for Nick's fantasy team if he got under twenty five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean his season was absolutely ridiculous last year. That's why he's more than likely going to go number one in a lot of leagues. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, actually I think, think he's that, pretty much the consensus number one, no doubt. I, yeah, it seems. I, and I think Saquon that he's the one who benefited, who benefited most from Teddy Bridgewater going to the Panthers. For right. sure, it's going to help him. Oh, out. I I agree with For that. Sure. Yeah. Andy to sign that huge contract, he's ready to come out. Guns ablaze. Oh yeah, that just shows that the Panthers are committed to him, giving him all that money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so it's just crazy. You don't see these running backs that get paid this money. It hardly ever works out. That's the it, issue. It honestly, That's most the of the time, never works out. That's true. Yeah. Once they <laughs> really get once they get just that because contract. because of their durability. Well, yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I I think that Christian McCaffrey's still young enough. And because like he he didn't end his rookie deal and then sign a new contract, he they literally extended him in the third year in the league. They they extended him early, so I think yeah, that he'll still Todd put up Gurley, for them for a while. Todd Gurley, he yeah, was pretty much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The Rams but, did the same exact but thing. But Gurley, but Gurley did have an injury history. McCaffrey has been pretty healthy as yeah, even through college. So Gurley was yeah. a, a little different situation. That's true. Yeah, McCaffrey seems like one of those superhuman type of guys, like almost like an Adrian Peterson, uh, growing up. So, uh, what else do we got? We got DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. That's a huge one, with uh, Kyler Murray and that new fast-paced offset offense with uh, Kenyon Drake also in the backfield. A lot of people liking him in fantasy this year. Definitely moving up the boards. It's great. That's honestly great. Yeah, that all. That, that young offense, they're going to be pretty exciting to watch this year, how they how they develop through the season. Definitely. All I think yeah, that I does think is just help Kylie, Kyler Murray's fantasy, advi- uh, fantasy stock because he's going to have so many weapons to go to, and he can also run the ball. Like I think he could be a top-five QB this year. Kenyon Drake's DeAndre about Hopkins, yeah, and he can check it down to him too. It's, he, Kyler Murray, I think, is going to have a really good year. But DeAndre Hopkins, there's a lot of weapons there, a lot of receivers, uh, and – he was just getting such a big target share in Houston. I don't know if he can replicate the same target share, especially with like a new quarterback and with all the Corona stuff going on. It's going to be tough for them to like, you know, get adjusted get to each other. And him learn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I still think he's going to be good. He'll be like a wide receiver one, but I'm not expecting DeAndre Hopkins to be a top three receiver like he usually is. Like he's usually around Wait. that area. Paul, what's this coronavirus you speak of? <laughs> no. Coronavirus? You haven't heard? You haven't heard? <laughs> nah, I, I, I kind of disagree. I think I think Hop will put up. I think Hop will put up. He'll put up, but I don't know if he's going to be like that top three fantasy receiver where he's going to get drafted. You know, he's going to get drafted in the first round by somebody. And that is, Logan, you taking DeAndre know. Hopkins or Julio Jones this year? I'll take, exactly. I'll, exactly. I'll take I'm Julio. taking Julio. I'll take Julio. Yeah. Just because, just because, like, like there is a there is a lot of mouths to feed there in Arizona, and Julio yeah, is Julio. I, I do like their air raid offense there. He's going from right. an offense that was running the ball like I don't even probably thirty times a game they're running the ball down in Houston, and he's going to go to Arizona where they're they're bombing it. I mean that's going to be that's going to be kind of fun to watch. I agree. Yeah. Did you guys see Cliff Kingsbury in his nice mansion with his feet yeah. kicked up? I oh, mean, yeah, that guy looks like he's ready to run an offense. I'll tell you. 
the best house in the NFL, besides Tom Brady renting from Derek Jeter. <laughs> I, I sense yeah, bias. Except you Floridians can't leave him alone. Buddy can't get some privacy. No, no skinny yeah, dipping for Flying him. up on their boats. Boats taking pictures of his house and stuff. It's crazy. Oh, that's awful. I think he's enjoying it. He he's kind of he's, he's loving oh, God, this Paul. Tampa Bay stuff. And uh, I think he's soaking it all in. I think he likes the attention, honestly. I'm not a fan of the Tampa Bay slogan. I'm not, not a fan <laughs> not, of that. Not, not my favorite. Yeah. No, well, I can't. Well, hey. Not my favorite. And he's, he's repping it so hard. Now, hey, Ryan. Now that brings us to the other end of that deal. David Johnson going to Houston. That That's kind of big news. That's kind of good for David Johnson. That's true. Something kind of flying under the radar. I feel like David Johnson going there, um, definitely. He's still got – He's still got it. He's a great running back, and he's a big threat out of the backfield. So I think uh, I think Deshaun Watson will definitely enjoy playing next to him. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the – I guess Cliff Kingsbury must have had a grudge against David Johnson or something because <laughs> yeah. last year he just decided, like, you're not playing anymore. You're going to sit down. So Don't want to talk whatever about it. Whatever he saw, he didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, Logan will tell you. <laughs> don't want to talk <laughs> about it. Whatever he saw, he didn't like. So I don't know. Maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something to that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Bill O'Brien is very questioned right now, but he did bring in also Cooks. He brought in David Johnson and Cooks, who, if healthy, both can really make an immediate impact. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Um, let's stick with the same division here. We got Philip Rivers, another possible Hall of Fame quarterback, going to the Colts. And so let's talk about the impact that might have on T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack. I don't know if it really will have much of a dramatic impact on their skill players there. I mean, we saw what Phillip Rivers did last year. He's, he's really nothing to, to be excited about, I don't With think. a bad O-line. With a bad yeah. O-line. You, I, see, that is you, true. That you is have true. to remember that. Phillip Rivers, if he gets protection, can be – lethal and i will say that and now he gets one of the best hog mollies as uh as uh the giants gm gettleman says so you got <laughs> nelson you got a good old line he can make it happen get a good run game around him he can make it happen that's a good point we'll, we'll yeah. have to see what I, happens there i think with an improved old line and then you know they added some weapons in the draft i think I don't, i'm not saying he's gonna be a top 10 qb but i think he could be a lot better than last year yeah, Phillips seems like he's Mr. Consistent in fantasy where you can always count on him at the end of the draft if you need a guy. Yep. And, uh, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's like the second same, QB. in the same position this year. Yeah. Yep, yep. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, that second quarterback, or if you just did not draft a quarterback, he's a pretty good guy to fill he in. Puts up. So. He puts up some numbers for you. You do get those bonehead picks with him, but, you know, take what you can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think that's the I problem. Think you'll be cut you'll down have those games where he the, throws – he throws three picks and then your fantasy day is ruined because that's taking six points away from you. Right yeah, there. but I he's mean, not, look at Jameis Winston. He's not a guy he that's that, going like to put up 30 game. fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, but Jameis Winston would also go out there and throw four touchdowns in like 300 yards. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying issue. Rivers with the improved offensive line and the you know good weapons the Colts have, I think that he will have more time to get rid of the ball and he'll just he'll throw less picks and more touchdowns. Hopefully. Hopefully, but you, you just don't know because he does have that gunslinger Brett Favre personality where he just wants to lob it up in a triple coverage because he can make the throw. <laughs> so, like, you just don't – you're either going to get good Phillip or bad Phillip. So. 
T.Y. Hilton's definitely happy, yeah, though, because he gets a quarterback. I think T.Y.'s going to go off this year. I think he's going to have a great year. I mean, he's yeah, in one sure. of the best route runners in the NFL, and I think Phillip's going to love him. As long as he stays healthy. As long as he stays healthy. Yeah, yeah I, I think that T.Y.'s – When he does, he's one of the best T.Y.'s going to love sure. Michael Pittman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That true. Yep, well, so next episode we'll get a lot more into the draft. But, yeah, that's definitely going to make a huge impact also. Um, and so sticking with the same division also, we got uh, Derrick Henry and Tannehill back with the Titans. And we got A.J. Brown in his second year. Played really well last year. I'm looking forward to seeing him play again in Tennessee. Especially at the end of the year last year. He really came on to the scene last year. I, I was really impressed with him. Definitely, yeah. I think he could be yeah. a good sleeper pick um, for that wide wide receiver position. Did uh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Once once like football gets started back up and there's a training camp and they have time to like work a little bit more together, I think you know, up is the only direction AJ Brown can go. I mean, he's Not really an much competition freak. for catches. His a guy his size with that type of speed, he is an absolute freak. Like for sure, there's no guarding that guy. It's it's like Julio Jones. If he has the type of ability that Julio Jones has, and he's really young, so I think he has the potential to be a star. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I was yeah, sold already, but get, now I want him. <laughs> he's one of those guys you can get in maybe like the like the third or fourth round that could end up blowing up and being a top five receiver. You know, in a best case, like his ceiling. For sure, yeah. Possibly, yep. possibly, but I, you know our, you know how our league rolls though. People study up; they know what they're doing. What you think might fall, never falls. So you gotta find your diamond oh. in the rough. Especially doing this podcast with you guys. You guys didn't know all my secrets. Oh yeah, we're giving away all our information right here. <laughs> yeah, we are. A little bit. It's okay. Hey, a little bit. We do it. We do it for the listeners. For, the, for our great listeners, well, <laughs> for the people. you guys will find it funny for though. I did, I did look at a few of the fantasy mock drafts. Like I did, like a mock draft or two, and Derrick Henry actually falls in the second round in most of those, which would be an absolute steal for what he's been putting up production wise. Yeah, like I'm early not, second I'm round or late. I'm not sold. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, not too I'm surprised. Not surprised. Did you see him? Did you see him last year? Did you, did you not watch? That was in the playoffs, <laughs> though. I, th- I think No, no, I think no, that no. Gonna, Look at the regular know. season. Top leading rusher. Guy went off. No, no, I'm not saying – but in fan, for fantasy purposes, like he may have had the most yards, but he didn't have that many touchdowns, and he's not a receiving threat at all. So in PPR or half PPR, you're not going to get any production in the passing game. That is true. Him, he is not he, he'll be a – I'm not saying he's not all. worth a second-round pick. But I'm not surprised to see that he's going in the second round. Is what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not putting him in my top five. That's that's tough on me. I mean, not not in the top five, but late first round. I definitely think I would take him. And I'm at the 11th pick, so let him fall to me because running backs are hey. they are coveted. And this sounds like a very Logan pick to me. I don't know. I mean, we'll let you have him, but <laughs> we're just we're just warning you. <laughs> Here, I got I got a fun stat for you. He had 16 touchdowns last year. 1,540 yards. And to add to that, he had 18 catches, 206 yards, and two touchdowns. So not a lot on the receiving end, but his O-line is gross. They like to run the ball because they don't want Tannehill throwing it a ton. So They do run the ball a hell of so a lot. So I'm just saying say he's going to get 300-plus touches, and they're going to give him the rock. And the guy's a bulldozer. Have you ever seen that guy take a screen pass? Take, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing that he's a he's a number one back for sure. But I just I'm saying I'm not surprised that he's falling to the second, like the beginning. He's of the a second great round. second round. Yeah, I'm not surprised. 
that he's falling. Yeah, he, to he would. If I got round. him as my number one back with like a later later round pick, or maybe draft like a really good receiver and then him as my number one back, I wouldn't be mad. So if he's you're if you're he's, if you're sitting at the like twelfth pick, for example, and you know the flips coming, you you don't think you'd take a shot on Derrick Henry? Oh, if he's available with the twelfth pick, I'd probably like especially because with the twelfth pick in a twelve man league, I would have two picks in a row, so I would definitely take him if he's available, and then whatever wide receiver is available, maybe like a mm-hmm. like a Chris Godwin or a, <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll see you know, it. Somebody along those. Lines. My luck, my yeah. luck. I'll take my luck. I'll take him at the flip, right into the second round. Guy will get injured first freaking week, so I guess <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see what happens there. But it, you can't deny he's put up the. No, that that's the thing with Henry though. You don't question his durability. Yep. He's just he doesn't he doesn't get hurt. And honestly, yeah, he's gonna get the rock. He's gonna score on. In I mean, Tannehill helped him. Tannehill helped that whole team. That whole team turned into a dynamic offense when he took the helm in week six, I think. So we'll see what happens. But I mean, that also brings us to the Jags, who are really declining, <laughs> really declining heavily. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in Duval. They get rid of the whole team. Them as a whole organization, they're just. I, I think they just want to get out of there, and it sounds like to me that they their plans are to go to England one day. I guess I don't. Sounds oh like really? Get, yeah, I did not yeah, hear about this. about this. No, yeah. I did not hear no, that. that the, People are saying that. They, I mean, it's they the just spent like thing. a bunch of money renovating their stadium. Well, you they they did do that, but it, it just seems like as an organization, they're purposely doing this stuff just just to get out of there. I'm pretty something. sure their owner know. is 38 years old, and he owns. Uh, one of the teams in Europe. It might be Arsenal. He owns one of the teams over there, so it really wouldn't surprise me that he wants to bring it over there. But that'd be awful for the NFL because the traveling to go to their home games would just be not fun. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I think it would be really good for the NFL to the logistics of that would work out. Yeah, it would be good for the NFL to expand overseas for their revenue, but for players, I mean, for the Jaguars and whoever has to play them, it would be horrible. Screw that. Screw that! They already got. They already got. They already got football. You know the NFL. It's all about money. So oh, yeah, for whatever sure. they can do to generate more revenue, they'll they'll gladly. Do I mean, it. they're the only sports exactly. still running things through this coronavirus fund. So you know they they're doing. Yeah, but I mean, thank from, God, thank God for the yeah, draft. Thank God for the draft. Yeah, from for from a fantasy perspective, like what do the Jaguars even have? Like you can't. Chark, Minshew, like, all they really have is Leonard Fournette, and they're trying to trade him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going on with Leonard? Do you think they're trying you to trade him? So stay like, there. I I don't think he I mean, wants to be there anymore. He's not going to be happy if he yeah, is there. No one yeah, wants to be there right now. <laughs> yeah, they're all. But, but if he is there, he's going to be the workhorse guy, and he's going to you know. He, I think last year he was a top. He, uh, I forget exactly what top he finished, 15. but top he was 15. a. Yeah, he was a top fifteen back, and I think he got like five touchdowns all season. Like it was, he got no touchdowns. There were so many opportunities where he was on the goal line and didn't punch it in. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. if he is the workhorse back and doesn't get traded, like I think his fantasy season will improve. But he he can't be happy there in Jacksonville right now. No, definitely not. Um, let's move on to another division here, but we're going to talk about Eric Ebron to Pittsburgh and the return of Big Ben. Once again, he's back and. He's looking to run some people over and maybe get in trouble at the local bars. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys see that beard? He looks like he's been hunting for weeks. Yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that. Yeah, he's looking like Jesus. 
Uh, Ebron's <laughs> a good pickup, though. That's a nice pickup for that offense. Yeah, I think that helps yeah, with Big Ben and Juju Smith-Schuster, actually, because it just gives them you know another weapon that'll free things up for him. But it's also more options for Big Ben. Yeah, they also they also drafted Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame, uh, big wide receiver. So I think I think Juju will have a better year than he did last year. Definitely, it was kind of a disappointing year for him last year. But um, oh, for sure, I think he'll pick it up it this year. For sure, for sure. Yeah, he was yeah, what think... a second round pick last year. Yeah, no, actually, in yeah, second, and this year he's actually he's in our our league he was the eleventh pick round somewhere around there, but. Yeah. Like in, in most leagues, I don't know about our league, but in most leagues, he's probably not going to go to like the fifth or sixth round. But I think him and Big Ben are in for a upgrade this season. Oh yeah. Well, speaking tight ends, what about uh our good friend Austin Hooper? Well, I hope so. Uh, because it's def- it was definitely hard to watch Pittsburgh last year with uh, what was his name at quarterback? Uh, Rand- Doug Hodges. Rand- Mason Randolph? Oh, oh, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. And then Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. <laughs> Mason Rudolph and then uh, uh, Duck Hodges Jesus, came in. Yeah, what a tough year for Pittsburgh fans. Some of the hey, best. That's not as bad too. as Detroit, though, with Blah. David Blah. <laughs> David Blah. You know what's funny, though? Galladay still put up, even um, with that guy. So, what else do we got? We got New England. I mean, we could talk about New England a little bit because. They're going to be in a totally new environment this year. It looks like they're going to roll out there with Stidham. And uh, my boy James White is going to be big time in fantasy this year, in my opinion. I don't know if they are going to roll yeah. with Stidham. I don't know if yeah. you've heard this, but the odds for them to get Cam Newton just skyrocketed. And I believe that was today. The odds just skyrocketed for them to get really? Cam Newton. Really? I did not went, hear that. It went from, like, it went from 4 to 1 to minus 190 today. The odds for them to get Cam Newton. So we'll see what happens there. Wow. Uh, I wonder if some news broke or something. I literally just saw something today that said nothing has changed. Like they're not interested in Cam. But I, I don't some, know. Sometimes you see that and it's just a big smoke screen. Usually, exactly. Usually yeah. when you see the betting odds move like that, someone knows something. And there's some. Yeah, type Ve- of Vegas knows best. Yeah. Vegas knows best for sure. It's like um, when, when Tom Brady was rumored to come to Tampa Bay. You started to see the odds. They started to creep up yeah, there. It got lower sure. and lower. <laughs> even, even if Cam Newton goes to the Patriots, though, like, I mean, Tom Brady was a bad fantasy quarterback with last year's Patriots team, and they really didn't add anybody other than, the, I think, a tight end in the draft. You know, it was a bad tight end class. I'm not even excited about that as all at all. Yeah, there really, there really isn't many weapons there to, to play with, so. You're right and about that. Maybe their new kicker will put up a lot of points. Maybe they'll maybe they'll get in <laughs> field goal range. <laughs> yeah, maybe, honestly. Oh, do you want to talk about the kicker, Paul? Do you have I something mean, to say about the New England I just kicker? Don't, I, I just don't understand how the Patriots could draft him. They, number one, they passed on Drake, Jake Fromm, which everyone was shocked that he was still available at that time. But they draft you know, a kicker who wasn't even, I think he wasn't even ranked in the top 10 for draft prospect kickers. Uh, And I don't know if they did their research or not knew about this, but obviously everyone's heard about the controversial tattoo on his arm, but I don't really want to even get into that. I think he's got, he said he wanted to cover it up or something. Well, it's apparently some type of like white supremacist group, Uh, their Uh, their symbol and their slogan tattooed on his arm. But he said that he was just like a, a stupid kid and didn't know what he was getting on his arm, and he's gonna cover it up. But I think, I think that whatever questions he gets asked about that, he's gonna have to answer up to because that seems like a little ridiculous that he wouldn't know what it was. 
if he's going to get it tattooed on his body. Yeah, Seems like a um, cover-up. Seems like a cover-up. I, I I'm pretty think upset. his excuse <laughs> was that that he said it thought it meant it's some he, th- he thought it meant something different when he got it and now he realizes yeah, exactly. what it is. That was his Yeah, he said exactly. he got it when he was and, a teenager. He thought it stood for military support and it evolved into something that he does not want to represent. Um he says when I, I look back make- on it when I look Wait, back what? on it, Go I should ahead. have done way more research before I put any marker symbol like that on my body. It's not something I want to represent, <laughs> so it will be covered. That's what I mean, that's says, a direct so. quote. You, that's a direct quote. Yeah, yep. that's what direct he said. Direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think I the think Patriots that's... knew about this beforehand, though? I don't think they could have known about this. No, I, I don't think. No, there was any what do you way mean? In the picture with no, him like no crossing way. his arms, in the picture with him crossing his arms, like as his like main picture from his college, you could clearly see the tattoos. And like, I feel like every draft prospect okay, gets asked but about guys, their tattoos. Guys for, have tattoos all the time. Would you know what that is? If you, I didn't know what that was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't. Tell I wouldn't you the first thing about no. that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, have. but I also just don't, you know, know anything about that type of stuff, like whatever that is. <laughs> well, regardless, I think it it is kind of a bad look on the Pats. I, I think you do need to do <laughs> due diligence on uh, the guys that you're drafting, and yeah, I mean, we've already had the whole Aaron Hernandez situation. And I we think that cool thing else. you gave is is uh. <laughs> Just the he's trying to get that check, you know. So obviously he's going to cover it up now that it's no. I believe like this, him. But... I mean, no, he might I, just I made a bad decision. Him. I mean, do you really think this guy is a, a white supremacist? I don't think he is. He, How do you know? I, you, I, I don't know. He could be. <laughs> I don't know. I I would hope he isn't. Uh, yeah, I would hope he isn't too. But he had the he had the slogan, and then he also had the logo. Like, okay, that's, okay. That from, from my research, my understanding is that he had the the three percenters logo. Right above that, we may never know. All right, all but right. We should <laughs> move on. On, on, to, move on. on to a new topic over here. Uh, what else do we got, boys? Uh, we could talk about the Browns uh, situation where they picked up Austin Hooper, and uh, maybe David and Joku's values. Looking a little rough now. But. I don't think he had much value anyway. <laughs> yeah, any yeah. values that he was still I, holding, I, yeah. He ruined it. I think it. Joku, since it. the tight ends are so weak, had a little bit of value. Like, he would have been on somebody's roster. But now the, the Browns are just like a poor man's Bucks team. There's like, you know, so many weapons and they're not even that good of an offense in terms of putting out points. I don't think that really anybody on the Browns is going to be worth more value from or than where they're drafted from, you know? I, I mean, yeah, yeah. they have a new they have a new uh, coach though. Like we can definitely say that their head coach last year was awful at play calls. So, oh, it, it was brutal. But you look, it's scary how much Baker Mayfield regrets. Oh yeah, for sure, that for is sure. Not, that yeah. is not a good sign that he. Hey, but Chubb completely. Regrets. Chubb's still gonna eat though. That guy's still gonna eat. Nah, but Kareem Hunt's gonna be back for a full season and. He he was looking good toward the end of yeah. last year, like, and he definitely ate into Chubb's work at the end of last year a little bit. That's, I'm not yeah, saying that definitely. Chubb's gonna be bad, but he's not gonna be that you know that back that brought you to the playoffs, Logan. I mean, I, I disagree he, though. I disagree. Two. They want Chubb to be their runner. They want Kareem to catch the passes. So I guess yes, Chubb loses value on the catching the ball, but Chubb put up so many yards last year, even when Kareem Hunt came. 
because he's a good runner. So I think they both have really good value still. Eh, debatable. Yeah. Debatable. It's opinion though. <laughs> it's all opinion. I think I think I think Chubb would be an all right like number two back, maybe even a low end one at the most, but I, I think Chubb's still an RB top one. Five I, I think he's still yeah, yeah he's yeah, he'll, I would he'll put up some points, but I don't think he's going to be as good as last year. That's, think that's think about last year, how many times they got to the goal line and awful calls by the coach ruined easy walk-in touchdowns for Chubb. So that if you watch their games, which I watch a lot of them because my guy was on that team, um, the play calling yeah, was just true. awful for the running back. They'd run – and Baker, he wouldn't change at the line, so they'd run the freaking play right into all the players when there was a wide-open hole to the right, so – We'll see, I guess. I didn't watch a lot of Browns football last year, but I'll take your word for it. I'm sure you did. Yeah, good for you. I don't think red anyone zone. wanted red to watch zone. too much last red year. Red zone, boys. Red zone. <laughs> yeah, red zone is great. Nothing better. We love you, Scott Hansen, if you're listening. Um, so, well, yeah, the other thing with the Browns is OBJ versus Jarvis Landry. And I was noticing I did a mock draft last night. I'm not going to lie to Me you. Too. It's a little early, but jumping the gun. Um, and I noticed that OBJ and Jarvis are sliding down the board quite a bit. Like you would never expect to see OBJ. OBJ was in the fifth. Last OBJ year. was in the fifth in mine. Yeah, it's it's pretty unreal. He was in the first round, like guaranteed last year. And see, now that's... I, I think I think that's kind of a steal. Fifth round for OBJ. Oh, that's a steal. I mean, that's a steal. Yeah. I thought it was a total steal. Definitely. Last year things and, didn't and Jarvis too. Jarvis too. I think Jarvis is a steal at that point. Also, at the end of last year, he was producing a lot of points, but he he definitely did screw me. Finished above OBJ. Yeah, I think he did. You got to think also. OBJ was playing hurt last year. He did have surgery in the off season for sure. Uh, I forget what it was, but he he had surgery in the off season, so he was playing hurt the whole year. Yeah, OBJ. OBJ could be good. Him and Baker just didn't gel last year. Things didn't work out. So I mean, it'll be a telling year for Baker Mayfield to see where his career goes this year. This is a this is a key oh, for year sure. for Baker for sure. I started oh, I started him so two bad. weeks last year. I drafted him in the eighth round. That's how bad he yeah. was. Oh, he, he was a bust, he put up twenty more than eighteen points. I think three times in the whole season. That's it's awful. Gardner Minshew is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Man, they're going to be rolling with Minshew again this year. We'll so see. We'll see what happens with that. Well, hey, what do you think about? <laughs> I didn't know OBJ was going in the fifth round. I, w- I I thought he would be going in like the third, maybe fourth. Check it out. But if I, if he was available in the fifth round, I might draft him too. Yeah, I think it was the fifth round where he was still available, which is just wild to me. It's early though. That changes. You see guys up there that it, it'll by the time draft comes around, it, it'll be it'll look a lot different for sure. And that's a mock draft, so you know people aren't really yeah yeah paying as much attention as uh, like our league is with a lot more competitive players. Yeah, definitely. Um, Logan, did you want to talk about Minshew maybe and the Jaguars? Well, I was gonna say now it's it is it is Minshew's job, but I'm I'm more interested in actually where Foles went. Foles to the Bears, I think, was definitely something. I think he's definitely gonna beat out Trubin- Trubisky pretty easily. But I think that he'll help uh, Allen Robinson's value, and hopefully they can get that run game going with uh, David Montgomery too. 
Yeah, definitely. I think it's a big, uh, um, big help to the Bears' offense getting rid of t- um, Trubisky. He's been awful, and uh, I look forward to watching Allen Robinson definitely take that wide receiver one role. I think he could be a good value also. For sure, for sure, definitely. He's a great talent. Like... He's just never, never been able to get the opportunities that he deserves. So, I mean, who's his quarterbacks been? Like Bortles and Trubisky. <laughs> Portals and Trubisky. Yeah, yeah. You know the defense will be good. They'll they'll give the offense the ball more times than not. So if a quarterback can just hit his targets and not throw him through the end zone every time, you know, things will go a lot better. <laughs> yeah, but that's a big if. I mean, Nick Foles didn't look so hot last year before before he got injured. Yeah, he, he really you know, did. It's not, it's not a guarantee that he's going to come in and you know, sure. just light it up. I mean, we don't even know yeah, if he's going to seemed... win the starting job. So. Mm-hmm. It's all, it's exactly, all speculation. Exactly. Trubisky could still be the starter, and even yeah. if Nick Foles is, I mean, the only place he's ever played well is in Philadelphia. Other than that, every opportunity he's got, he just looked like a very average, at best, quarterback, which doesn't help yeah. the Bears' skill players at all. I mean, I like Allen Robinson as a receiver, but I just don't see him being a you know top ten, maybe even top twenty fantasy receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think Nick Foles is a very average quarterback who got very lucky against an amazing England <laughs> team. <laughs> as, a, as a Patriots fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah hey, you boys you boys know that what was really good this offseason, Jordan Howard leaving Philly so that uh, Miles Sanders could take that backfield to himself. Yeah, that is key. I love that. Miles Sanders was looking really good last yeah, year. Yeah, My- Miles Sanders' value definitely took a huge step up with that move there. Little Saquon. Little Saquon. They were training this offseason. They were doing some crazy drills, so you love to see that. I think in a mock draft that, I did I that, that I saw I saw Sanders go in the first round. Uh, I think people are hopping all over the Sanders bandwagon this year in oh, drafts. Oh, man. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I might be a little too rich for my if, blood. If Derek, if Derek, <laughs> yeah. Derek Henry can't get in the first round, then Miles Sanders is definitely not in my first round. Yeah, no, I think that's a bit of a jump. Hey, I'll be taking right, boys. My, my early second and be very happy with my second <laughs> <Yeah>. running back. <laughs> I'd be happy with him in the second round. I agree. That'd be a good running back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see him in the second round, definitely. Second yeah. or early third, I can definitely see that for sure. Oh, he'll he'll go before the third round in our in our league and in most leagues. I'm, I'm, I oh, guarantee yeah. that we will we'll see we'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see what how things shake out. You know, our league there's picks that you don't understand, like Danny taking a quarterback in the second round. But you know, that's true. I didn't. Make we'll talk him taking every pick Danny makes. <laughs> we will talk about that when we get him on the show. Because I he has so many draft day blunders, it's gonna be a heck of a one. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait ring, to roast Danny. He's the one guy. He's the one guy. No, he doesn't. He's been to the championship though. I will say that. What was that like four years ago? Five <laughs> years ago? <laughs> Everyone looks at Logan in case you didn't notice. <laughs> hey, it's all about what you've done now, not about what you did in the past. So. No, but Danny is the guy in your league that will draft a defense in the seventh round. Yep. Kicker yep. kicker in the eighth, no running backs other than one till the seventh. Everything you could do wrong, pretty much. <laughs> All right, boys. I think that is good. I think we can end it there unless you guys have any further free agent discussion. I'm good. Yeah, I think we're good there. I right, think Brady's right. going to go crazy in Tampa Bay this year. 
compliment. I hate to hear it. All right. Well, thank you to everyone who listened. If you made it this far, you're amazing. This is our first show, so I'm sure it's going to suck when we look back on it. But thank you for listening. And uh, <laughs> we're going to come back at you with the next one. We're going to go over the NFL draft. I can't wait to do that. You know what it was?